Episode number 628. Ask Ivan. Testimonials, badges, and applicants. You're listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? I am on my way to Florida this week uh, for the U.S. Membership Drive winners. Um, we're doing a little Caribbean trip for three or four days, and I'll be so I'll be hanging out with a couple hundred of my best friends and me and I, people who won the Membership Drive in the United States. Oh wow, that sounds great! Should be fun. I've been doing you know some variation of this for twenty five years or more now, so uh-huh. uh, they're okay. a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet they are. Well, what is this topic that you have us? Uh, well, I have three different topics, but I'm going to open it up w- by sharing something with you. And there's a photograph in this podcast. And the photograph was given to me by Carl Hackney in Austin. Um, a, f- a few months ago, I went to a, what I call Ivan Unplugged session where I just met uh, members here in the Austin area. And it was great to meet him. He said it was fantastic to, to meet the person that he listens to every Wednesday on the podcasts. And he told me something that was just amazing. He said, I listen to the podcast and I have a felt marker. And when there's a podcast, I want to go back and, and make notes on, I write on my windshield, the podcast number <laughs> so that I go back uh, and remember to go back and, and, you know, write some notes about that podcast. And so I have a photograph here and I just want to do a shout, shout out to Carl. I think it's a, a, a very funny idea. And I urge everybody Safety first, <laughs> please right. block your view. If you do this in your vehicle, do not block your view. Uh, Carl, obviously, if you look at the photo, he is not blocking his view. So always, always, always safety first. But I, I just wanted to do the shout out to Carl because uh, here's somebody who's so engaged in BNI. He's listening to those podcasts and, and he writes the podcast numbers on his windshield. I just thought that was really funny. That's great. So today's podcast is really in response to a number of questions that I've had. I get a lot of questions. I'm not able to answer them all. But these are three questions that I think I can do in in just a few minutes. The first one is about testimonials. And it it comes from somebody who would like to be anonymous outside of the United States um, in another country. And in many of the chapters in that country, um, the regions require that testimonials be in writing. And the member asked, you know, is that really required during the testimonial portion of the meeting? You can't give a testimonial unless it's in writing. And so here's the answer to that question. Of course you can. This is an example of feature creep, which I've talked about in a number of podcasts. Uh, Whoever came up with the idea that that a testimonial must be in writing. Now, listen, is it a good idea to put it in writing? Yeah, it's a great idea. If somebody has the opportunity, by all means, please put it in writing. But you can't give a testimonial unless it's in writing. I believe whoever came up with that idea was in the sales prevention department. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, let's make it really difficult to give a testimonial. No, no, we want it to be easy to give testimonials. And if you want to back that up with something in writing, please do. Testimonials during the referral part of the meeting, where if you don't have a referral, you should give a testimonial. We've talked about that a lot on the podcast. Uh, the testimonials can absolutely be verbal and you can back it up in writing. So that's the answer to the first question. The next question I get is from David. And David uh, asked if, if I would talk about wearing name tags at the meetings because his chapter uh, isn't, a lot of the members aren't wearing their name tags to the meetings. So here's, here's my feedback on that. Name tags are networking 101. As a matter of fact, in the very first book I wrote before uh, World's Best No Marketing Secret, and a lot of people don't know about this first book, it was called Networking uh, for Success. Um, and I think it sold 20 copies, so that's why you don't know about <laughs> it. Um, but in that very first book, I talk about the fact that you're crazy if you're not wearing a name tag. Not just at a BNI meeting. BNI, you're definitely crazy if you're not wearing your name tag. But, but in general, if you're going to business meetings and you're not wearing a name tag, that's networking 101. You should have a name tag, and the name tag should have your name, and it should have either your company name or your profession on it as well. I remember going to a chamber function 30 plus years ago, and I met somebody there, and he wasn't wearing a name tag. And and I said, I'm, uh, uh, I'm sorry, you're not wearing a name tag. Um, and he said, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't. I was going to introduce myself to him. He said, yeah, I don't wear name tags because everybody knows me. I'm like, hi, I'm Ivan. I don't know you. <laughs> and I reached out my hand. And he, he just gave excuses. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. There are always people at a meeting that uh, don't know you, or potentially there are always people at a meeting that don't know you. Wearing your name tag is networking 101. You should always be wearing your name tag when you go to any business meeting. I also recommend that you wear your BNI name tag when you're at other organizations. I did a keynote at a, a, an event in Minnesota and I put on my BNI name tag just in case people didn't know that uh, I was the founder of BNI. And I had a lot of people say, oh my goodness, you're with BNI because I was wearing my BNI name tag. My wife was fantastic at this. She used to wear her BNI name tag, Priscilla. She used to wear it going to the grocery store. I know that's a great opportunity. And people would ask her, hey, what's BNI? And she got visitors to BNI by wearing her name oh. tag at the grocery store. Uh, this is networking 101, everyone. Yes, you should always wear your name tag. Uh, also, lapel pins. I find that some countries of BNI are fantastic about wearing the BNI lapel pins. And people ask about that. I've had people ask me, what's BNI? Because I was wearing the lapel pin. And in, in an airport, I had somebody ask me, what's BNI? And so um, the BNI lapel pins, in some countries, everybody wears them. In other countries, they don't. And I would urge everybody to wear your lapel pins. That's the second question that I was asked. And here's the third, and then I'm happy to open it up, Priscilla, if you want to chat about any of these. Okay. Here's the third question I was asked that comes from John. And this is a tough one. John said that we recently had a realtor leave our chapter and there were six more, six more applicants for the position. And that the membership committee worked really hard to decide who should fill that position. And when the new member was introduced, they, the membership committee said this was a really hard decision because there were some very qualified applicants. Applicants, And he said several of the members were really angry that their choice wasn't selected. Mm -hmm. 
And the new member told him, John, that he felt like several people were angry with him because, because he was picked. And so I want to just talk about that a little bit. I understand the frustration when your visitor, somebody that you invite, is not picked. I really understand it. Believe it or not, it's happened to me. I have invited people to be an I, and the chapter has picked someone else. And, and I, in one case, I know exactly why. They picked that someone else because several of the members knew the other person, and the people in the chapter did not know the person I was referring. And that made complete sense to me because mm -hmm. there was already a relationship there. In another case, uh, when I referred someone to a chapter, the truth is the person they picked was more qualified than the person I referred. The person I referred was very good at what they did, but the other person was certainly more qualified. And so it, what I would say to the members is it's really difficult being on the membership committee. It's not easy. And um, it's important to be a team player and to engage the new member as part of your team. Uh, picking someone in a chapter that is a good fit is complex because it's not just what's on their resume, but it's their attitude, it's their uh, relationships with members in the chapter. There are a number of factors that go into it. And so when someone is picked, even if it's not your choice, I urge you to be receptive and accepting of the new member and make them feel welcome. There's nothing worse than somebody not feeling welcome because somebody else got picked. So keep that in mind. This is, this is a team, uh, and, and in order for it to be successful, we have to really, truly act like a team together. So those are the three topics, uh, the Ask Ivans, that I wanted to cover today. Um, I, uh, I talked about uh, the testimonials in writing. I talked about uh, uh, the networking, the wearing the badge, and and the applicants make sure to understand that you got to welcome whoever gets accepted, even if it's not your choice. Anything you'd add to any of that, um, Priscilla? I totally agree about um, making that new person feel completely welcome. I think that's really important, and, and people need to get over their um, disappointment is right away, right away, because it's definitely not the fault of the person coming in, and you want that relationship to be good and strong. Yeah, and people thought I would be mad when my person wasn't selected. And uh -huh. I was like, well, let me ask the membership. You know, I, actually, I asked the membership committee why they picked the person they did, and they gave me the answer. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to second-guess them. This is, this is a hard choice. I, I respect their choice. And, and, then, and then I wanted to make a, a comment about badges. Um, you know, the way the badges work, um, you're supposed to slide your business card into the contain. you know, the reception. That's, not, that's right? in some countries. Other countries uh, don't have that same. Well, uh, I think it's badge. it might be better not to have that um, as your badge because a lot of people, a lot of cards that people use um, to give out, you know, for for yeah. identification and everything are very hard to read, and so your yeah, so name some countries isn't still clear. have that kind of badge that you're talking about, Priscilla. Many don't yeah, anymore. I but, see. And if you do have the badge where you slip your card in, what I recommend is that you print something out on your printer yeah. with your name enlarged and cut that out and slip it in there. That's what I used to do. Uh, but today, many of the countries around the world, including the United States, where you're at in San Francisco or Berkeley area, um, 
have many of the regions have different badges. Um, uh, inevitably, that'll that'll get to your region as well, or yeah, so, which okay. actually creates some other challenges. But the, the ribbons then become a problem for the badge. Uh, <laughs> so, right, right. But uh, yeah, you want your badge to be readable. So if you're still using those slip-in card ones, um, I'd recommend you do a printout. So just back before we wrap up, just back to my first comment about the um, the gentleman about Carl uh, and, and the car. I love that idea. Carl, God bless you. That's, <laughs> I appreciate you doing that. And remember, everyone, safety first. Don't do something crazy. But I just thought you might enjoy uh, Carl and what he does. That's it for today, Priscilla. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much for the great information. This podcast has a new sponsor. Go check out the great content available at www.ivansinnercircle.com. We have assembled a wide array of topics, and you are invited to participate. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. <laughs>